Imagine Your Future Self, Episode 24. Are you ready to make your law firm a profit-generating machine that will free up your time and skyrocket your impact? With more than two decades of business growth experience and having proven that you can be successful while prioritizing your family and your impact, introducing the Profit with Law podcast. I am your host, the creator of the firm differentiator 10x effect, Moshe Amsel. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Profit with Law. I am excited to be back here with you. Uh, This episode looks like it uh, might be released a day late. And for that, I apologize to the people who are waiting every Tuesday morning for our regular weekly show. Uh, I want to jump right in and talk to you about something that's been weighing heavily on my mind. I want to make sure that I did a good job of portraying to you what it is that I'm trying to get across. And let me go through and and just set the stage. If you have been listening to my podcast over the last two months, then you've probably heard all of these episodes. But if not, when I reference them, you may want to go back and listen to them in the context of the show today. So I took you through in episode 19, we talked about having a dream and being able to envision that dream and see it through to, to fruition as a result of uh, seeing it on a daily basis. In episode 21, I talked about the importance of having a why, having a mission for your firm, and really having a higher purpose that uh, you and your staff are all uh, trying to achieve. In episode 22, I talked about goal planning and and uh, aiming for a very specific goal uh, for the quarter and breaking it down into into smaller and smaller increments so that you can actually achieve that goal. Uh, in episode, I was going to go to episode 23, but that was not relevant to this. So we talked about the mission, we talked about the dream, we talked about the goal. What I feel is lacking or I, I didn't do a good job of covering is what is it that you want? And that question can be taken personally or from your firm. And I, I think you should ask, your, ask yourself the question from both aspects. So what is it that you want in your firm? What is it that you want the firm to become down the road? And I'm going to come back to that in a moment. But you have to ask yourself the same question What do you want personally? What do you want out of life? What do you want your life to become? And what I'm really asking you to do is to picture what life looks like in the future. Pick a date 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now. Depending on how old or how young you are, use a date that is far enough in the future for you that you you feel you've given yourself enough time to accomplish it all. And now taking all of the resistance away, taking away all of the preconceived notions of what's possible, what is something that you can envision, this is where I want to be? For some of you, when looking at your firm, a 10-year vision or a 20-year vision might look like I have a firm with 
100 employees. I have uh, 30 attorneys working for me. You know, there's a building in Manhattan with my name on it. And then for some of you, that looks like I have a solo practice where I am so in demand that I am charging thousands of dollars per hour and I get by with a staff of one or two people, but I'm bringing in a million dollars a year. It's you that has to do the dreaming. It's you that has to envision what does the firm look like 15 or 20 years from now. I can't do that for you. But I do want to talk to you about why this is an important exercise to have. And the reason is because just like in earlier episodes where I said that you need to have a target to aim for, you need to have something that you're striving for, the biggest obstacle to your success is your, you getting in your own way and your indecision. Lacking to make the big decisions or failing to make the big decisions that are required to move your firm forward is what is going to hold you back. And the reason those decisions don't get made is not because you don't know how to make them. It's because you're unclear about where you want to end up. You're unclear about where you want to go. And therefore, you're not sure if you should be moving forward in this direction, which is going to, as a domino effect, cause you to have this type of firm, whereas maybe you want this other type of firm. So until you can get clear on what it is that you want, you're going to continue to get in your own way. You're going to continue to sabotage your own progress. And you can't, nobody is going to be able to help you with moving that forward because everything, everything that you do is either going to get stuck in the decision pipeline or you're going to be making decisions that contradict each other over time and constantly battling yourself, like the right hand punching the left hand and vice versa. The same goes for your personal life. You know, do you want to be a public figure or do you want to be somebody behind the scenes? Do you want to have a family? Do you want to spend a lot of time with your kids? Do you want to have a philanthropic mission? Do you want to, you know, change the world with your money or do you want to change the world with your time or a combination of both? Or do you not want to change the world at all? Do you want to live peacefully and enjoy your own little world and not do anything uh, impactful? And just reap the rewards of your labor and be able to, to you know, sit back and relax in the evenings and, and, and take, your, you know, take long vacations. What you want personally in the long term, and I'm not talking about short-term dreams. I'm not talking about, in the dreaming episode, we talked about tangibles. We talked about, you know, if you want a home, if you want a car, if you want, you know, put them on the board, look at them every day. But this is different. This is what do you look like 20 years from now? What are you doing? Are you waking up in the morning with a family next to you? Are you spending time with grandchildren? Or are you, you know, sitting on a lake with your dog and nobody with you, you know, just other than your dog? There's no right or wrong answer here. There's no judgment on what the answer is. This is so personal and it's something that you need to do. So um, what I would encourage you to do is to take the time. If you need a weekend, if you need a day, if you need half a day to clear your head, you know, maybe play some music, maybe not. If you've never meditated before, it's going to be very hard to under, to to understand how to do this, but get yourself into a state where you are not 
thinking about anything else and just let it come to you and finally get present with what is it that I want? Where do I see myself 10, 15, 20 years from now? What does that look like? I guarantee you that once you get that vision and once you understand where it is that you want to be in the future, that is going to immediately clarify a lot of the things that you might have been holding back on, a lot of the things that you don't know where you should be spending your effort today. Because today is indecision. But tomorrow, you're going to be very sure about many of your decisions. Maybe not all of them, but many of them are going to be very clear to you because you've done this work and you know where you're headed. So if a large firm is where you want to be, then you need to start putting your big boy pants on and creating systems and processes in your firm and hiring the staff necessary and putting a sales and marketing plan in place and forecasting your future because it ain't going to happen by itself. And as you grow, problems that you have today are going to become bigger problems tomorrow. You're only going to scale your problems if you grow with problems. So you need to start working on becoming lean and efficient and uh, being the best version of you today so that you can be the best version of the new you tomorrow. And if you want to be a solo that is super successful, then maybe you need to niche down and maybe you need to choose one thing, one thing that is your specialty that you're going to become known for and nobody else is going to be as good as you at. And that's why people are going to seek you out. And that's why people are going to pay you boatloads of money for your time and your energy and your effort. But maybe you don't hire that next staff member. Maybe you don't expand that way. Maybe you figure out how to operate in a more lean, a more lean way. And maybe you uh, spend more money on technology and automation and outside services and contracted services to prevent the growth that you don't envision being there over the next 15 or 20 years. This is an exercise that when I did it, it was extremely freeing for me because it really clarified what it is that I need to do over time. And I go back, when I did the exercise, I actually took it one step further. So once I had the vision of, of what does my business look like, I did the exercise. You know what? Let me take you through that exercise. So what you do is as follows. You take out a sheet of paper, and it could be a really large sheet of paper because you're going to need some room, and write a line across the top so that you have just like a header kind of section at the top, and write a line across the bottom so you have like a, a, a section across the bottom that's the footer. And here's what you're going to do. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes and you're, going to, and you're going to envision your firm of the future. You're going to envision what it looks like in 15 years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever the number is that you pick. And I want you to think about what is the annual revenue of your firm in that, in that scenario. Take that number and write it in the top section. The next thing that you do is you start to look at your firm and say, okay, where is this revenue coming from? 
and start to write out all the different things, whether it's multiple practice areas, whether it's multiple services that are being offered, whether you're doing something totally different or outside the box. Maybe you have uh, a membership that people can, can join and you have quantities of members. But basically what you're going to do is you're going to list every offer, every service that you have, every offering that you have, what the price point is, and how many customers are purchasing that every year. And when you're done, if you add them up, they need to total the number at the top of the page, that number that you wrote down at the top of the page. And now, when you're looking at this page, it becomes very clear what has to happen in your firm. It could be that you wrote things that didn't exist yet. For example, in uh, when I wrote mine, in there I wrote speaking engagements. And I put in that my company is going to be do, doing a certain number, and I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember what the number was, but a certain number of speaking engagements. Now guess what? I'm not gonna be the one doing all the speaking. So my vision of my future company is that I have staff members who are themselves capable of taking the stage and carrying on the mission of the firm, of the company. Them, they're themselves capable of motivating an audience and, and impacting an audience and inspiring an audience in an impactful way. And that is one of the sources of revenue in my future business. But today, I'm not speaking publicly anywhere. Neither is any of my staff. It's going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. And quite honestly, I've got little babies at home. I don't want a lot of speaking engagements today. Uh, if I if I could take one or two of them because of the travel, if I could take one or two of them, that's probably it uh, in, in my current situation. That'll change over time, but that's where I am today. So it's not the first thing I'm working on. I'm not trying to get on stages right now. That's not my priority. But in the in the big picture, it's certainly there. So if an opportunity arises, if somebody invites me onto their stage, will I say yes? Most likely, if it's the right stage, the right audience, and I'm able to I'm able to provide that impact, sure. So when you look at this, once it's all out there, you can then start to number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever the quantity is, the the order that these things are going to come into fruition. Now, obviously, some of them are going to happen at the same time. So uh, let's say that uh, for right now, you're a personal injury firm, and for right now, you're, you're specializing in motorcycle accidents. So motorcycle accidents is one item on there. And on there, you wrote that you know each motorcycle accident it brings in $100,000, and you're going to, in this vision of the future, you're going to have 10 clients a year with motorcycle accident injuries. Uh, well, today, you might only have one per year, and it probably isn't feasible for you to jump straight to 10 because you don't have the systems, processes, and people in place to serve that level of work. But at the same time, that might grow intrinsically over time, over the course of the next 10 years, where you start adding a couple of, of cases a year, or one case a year for 10 years will get you to, the, to that 10 number. But at the same time, you might be also adding automobile accidents uh, or, or uh, factory accidents to the mix that 
or um, that are able to be worked on at the same time. So uh, it's not a question of what are we going to do and finish to completion before going to the next one. It's what is the order that these are going to get introduced into my into my business and into my firm. And this simple exercise, if you keep it handy and you look at it and reference it every once in a while, is going to provide immense clarity for the forward movement of what you're doing in your firm. And um, that this is the best advice that I was called uh, to share with you today as I was thinking about, you know, what is it that you need to hear? So I hope that this resonates with, with, uh, with some of you and that this is helpful. And um, as I always say, you know, if you have feedback, give it to me. Listen, I'm available on, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and on Instagram, but more importantly, if you're just old school email, here's my email address. Shoot me an email message. Let me know you're listening to the show and let me know how you felt about this content. And if there's anything specific that you want to hear, if there's anything specific you want me to talk about, let me know. So that email is mamsel, M A M S E L, at dreambuilderfinancial.com, D R E A M B U I L D E R F I N A N C I A L.com. That is my uh, personal business email address. Please email me there. I know that you hear it in the footer of the show every day, or not every day. We have four different endings, but constantly you're hearing at the end where I'm asking you to rate and review the show. If you're a subscriber of this show, one of the ways that people can find the show in iTunes and in Stitcher is by the ratings and reviews that we receive. And quite honestly, at the point that I'm recording this episode, we just got our first five-star uh, rating and no review. So we really, we're really lacking in that area. And when people come to look at the show, they want to figure out whether they should invest their time with us. They want to know if they should figure out whether they should listen to this show. And if you think this show is valuable, then your rating and review, it will potentially help propel somebody else forward. You can affect someone else's change by giving a rating and review. And I don't, I'm not encouraging you to leave a positive one. If you think that the show stinks, feel free to share that. But I would encourage you to go and, and leave a rating and review. Take the time. It's going to take you a few minutes, but I would greatly appreciate it for myself and also for the future listeners who are going to be impacted by that. So thank you so much for joining me. And I am looking forward to you actually, I actually have a series of interviews that are coming out. Um, so you're going to get a number of bonus Thursday episodes. I'm really excited about them. They're all wonderful. And I can't wait to release the first, uh, the first one or the next one uh, this coming Thursday. So stay tuned. Have a great day. Have you been enjoying the show? We sure hope so. To make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button in your podcast player app. Next week, we will be back with more valuable resources and ideas on how to break the mold and take your law firm to the next level.